I am really looking forward to today's recipe. Oh, absolutely. I have so many memories of mom making this and taking it to so many of our childhood events. Yeah, and the fun thing about it was it's pretty easy to make. So she would allow us to start helping her with the recipe, and then eventually she let us start making it ourselves. And as a kid, what's better than being totally in charge of an entire item to take to a potluck or something like that. Fantastic. And dad would even eat it because it had one of his favorite ingredients, Miracle Whip. <laughs> Delicious. So I can't wait to see if it tastes like I remember. Oh, me either. Let's go. Welcome to Mom's Wooden Spoon. Get your apron on and your fanny flicker ready as we cook up some nostalgia. Ooh, yummy. Hi, this is Carrie. And this is Kristen. And today we are going to make Anne Trentadue's 24-hour party salad from Mary's special edition Party Food Ideas for Christmas 1974. Oh my gosh, it is so fancy that it has recipes on both sides of the page and no picture of Mary, no mention of chiefly foods, not at all. It is just one fabulous recipe idea after another to make your Christmas party of 1974 the best yet. Our version is ripped to shreds. It obviously was <laughs> one that our mother used frequently. I mean, we can attest because the 24-hour party salad was a party staple. Our mother actually tried to pass it off as her own in the 1987 church cookbook. Oh, busted. <laughs> we looked before and she's changed just a little bit. She didn't put in as much Miracle Whip because apparently, I don't know, that would make you fat? <laughs> you never know. You I never am know. not sure. So speaking of Miracle Whip, let's talk about uh, what's in this delicious 24-hour party salad. I have cauliflower. And, and I have the head of iceberg lettuce. We don't want to be too fancy oh, there. no romaine in this bad boy. Nope. Nope. And let's see, one medium onion. All right. Yep. And then we have some Parmesan cheese, bacon, Italian salad dressing that you mix with the Miracle Whip. And basically, that's it. That is it. Yep. Now, do you have bacon, which the recipe calls for? Or what our mother preferred to use in the 70s, the Bacos. The Bacos. We actually have real bacon. My wonderful husband got up early this morning and made the bacon for us. But our mother didn't even like to put in that much effort. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening. And why would you when you have the Baco? Absolutely. Now, the bacon was not real bacon. No. No. And actually, we have a little jar of it here. I don't think we could find actual bacon's, but we have something called McCormick bacon pieces. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> now, let me read you the ingredients because this is pretty gross. Ready? Oh, Textured soy flour and yeast extract and lots and lots of red food coloring. Wow. So it's just red, crunchy soy bits. Yep. Can we try one? Let's do it. I absolutely okay. want to see. I, I'm envisioning just salty, crunchy. Yeah. Full stop. <laughs> I'm salty, salty crunchy. crunchy. Full stop. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what? My friend, when we were little, she had a camper that would sit in her driveway mm -hmm. um, over the summers. And, you know, they'd attach it to their car and they'd drive and, and camp out. Sure. Right. Well, we used to climb into that camper and they had beds like up above, like in these cupboards. Yes. Up above that you would open up. Well, in one of the cupboards was an old 
jar of bacon bits and we ate it. Oh, delicious. <laughs> Can you imagine how long that was sitting in there? No. Okay, let's see if it if All right. it brings back the memory. I'm gonna shake a few of your hands. Shake, 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 shake. I'm just gonna take a little pinch. Yep. All right, you ready? You go first, so we're not talking okay. because we're crunching. And I apologize. I think you're gonna hear the crunch of these suckers in my mouth. That's okay. They kind of look like pop rocks. Oh, man, they're crunchy. Are they tasty? No. My turn. Well, they taste just like I remember them. They do. I'm kind of speechless. I don't care for them. Oh, I remember them so fondly taking little pinches out of that jar in that super hot camper pie now. You ate cat food, too, when you were a kid, though. I did. I ate cat food. I wonder if cat food tasted like bacon. It did not. Huh. It did not. It was crunchy like this, but it was not as tasty. <laughs> oh, there's an aftertaste. It's not yummy. <laughs> Well, it's uh, crunchy. <laughs> There's something bitter aftertaste. That's so bad. Apparently, the aftertaste just hit Kristen. Mm -hmm. um, I remember the first time I had bacon cut up. Mm -hmm. It was so soft and chewy. It wasn't crunchy like a bacon. Oh, that right. I thought it was gross. Right, because we were so used to having bacon, oh, which yeah. were these artificially crunchy soy bits. Yes. Right? I, I remember learning that you could buy a can of real bacon bits. Yeah, pieces and doing that, thinking that was just like the height of fancy. Oh yeah, mom started doing that later on as you could get that more regularly. Yes, and I don't remember if those tasted delicious or not. But no, it was real fatty, soft, uh, not so nice, not as good. Mm -hmm. Well, shall we get started with this recipe? I think so. So I am in charge of the cauliflower. Okay, and it just says to break up a head of lettuce and a head of cauliflower into, into a large plastic bowl. Now, I remember mom doing this. She would layer the lettuce, and then on top of it would be the cauliflower, and then on top would be the onion. And it would look really pretty. Oh, I mean, layer it. of white and then white and with then more white, white. <laughs> with a nice white dressing on top. I mean, oh, come on, who would like that? Delicious. Heck yeah. So I wonder how everybody gets the core out of their lettuce. Well, I, I'm going to assume that I do it the same way you do because mm -hmm. it's what was taught to me by our mother. Right. But the the heart of the lettuce, mm -hmm. she would just beat it up against the side of the sink. Yep. I just turn it over and then I just slam it. So I'm going to do that. Okay. That was loud. And then it just really pops out yep. pretty easily. And I'm cutting the yucky green stuff off the back of... The cauliflower. And we rinsed these already, folks, because we didn't want to have the water mess with any of our audio. So these are clean, we promise. Uh-huh. Now, Carrie, I was always taught, mom probably taught you this too, that tearing lettuce helps to prevent it from getting rusty. Yes, on the edges. But I looked that up. And oh, and what did what did Sir Google tell you? Mm -hmm. Sir Google told me that that's an old wives' tale. <gasps> but you know what? I beg to differ. There were other articles I read that said that when you tear it, the cell membranes don't get totally cut in half. Sure. Like it would with a knife. So I, I think it's a good idea to just tear the lettuce. I think. I mean, our salads never browned when we were kids. No, they really didn't. And mom was pretty much the only person eating the salad, except when she forced it on us. So. That's true. So I'm going to tear it for old time's sake. That sounds good. All right. So in the 70s, we were taught that the metal of the knife would 
cause like some type of a chemical reaction, you know. Oh, them, I didn't know that that's yeah. why we didn't do it. Now, I'm not sure that that's true. That may be part of the old wives tale, but. That's what you're going with. That's what I'm going with. Now, really the rust on the lettuce is caused by touching the air. And so that made me think about this salad. It's called 24 hour party salad, right? And the recipe says to make the salad and to leave it in the fridge for 24 hours. A key part of right. making the salad. Right. Yeah. But then I thought, how would that be beneficial? You know, it, at first I was thinking, oh, the flavors are able to marinate. Well, if right. the iceberg lettuce is only touching cauliflower and then the onion is only touching the cauliflower and then the Parmesan cheese is only touching like the onion and then the dressing is on top of all of that, I how see, does it marinate? I see where you're going with this. Right? Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't know. And the other thing is, I do remember though, the, practically the minute we stirred the, the salad and ate it, it started to become soggy. Yeah, you remember that? I it did do. not last after mixing it up. No, it tasted great that I recall. Yeah. But you're right. It was almost like there was too much dressing after. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it kind of pooled to... in the bottom and the lettuce got soggy. Well, maybe it's 24-hour party salad because, you know, it was so hard to get ready for a party that being able to do something 24 hours ahead of time and just put it in the fridge and be done and have it ready was such a nice thing. Well, sure. I mean, as I'm looking at this list of recipes that Mary presented uh, for Christmas 1974, <laughs> being able to get one of those out of the way would be, you know, kind of just perfect. yeah, really nice. Make your life a lot easier. Absolutely. Yeah. So as I am breaking up the cauliflower, I want to share with everybody that I am breaking it all into small bite-sized pieces. Oh, I appreciate that. Because my mother yelled at me, nobody <laughs> wants a giant chunk of cauliflower curry if it doesn't politely and easily fit into their mouth. It's so true, though. So I did not know prior to making this if this was a Miracle Whip-based salad mm -hmm. dressing or a mayonnaise-based salad oh. dressing. Mm -hmm. And so as I was thinking about both of those things, I thought of Duke's mayonnaise cake. And it turns out that Miracle Whip has their own version of a Duke's mayonnaise cake. You know, honestly, that sounds kind of gross to me. Oh, I think it sounds horrible. Because Miracle Whip has spices. Yes. Ooh. In, in a cake. Maybe it's a spice cake. I don't know. I, I didn't look into the Miracle Whip cake. Mm -hmm. But I had heard that the Duke's mayonnaise cake came about due to the depression, right? Yes. So there were rations on eggs and oil. And so the very brilliant housewives of that time used mayonnaise. And there was no ration on mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. So you could put that in the cake. So as I was looking it up, it turns out that that's the second iteration of the Duke's mayonnaise cake. Really? The first one, I, not really near as interesting. However, I'm going to tell you about it anyway. So <laughs> I know I really just you know brought the excitement of this story home. I'm thrilled, Carrie. Yeah. But so what happens is apparently back in the day, so this was 1927, they had recipes in newspapers. <gasps> and I believe it was an Oakland newspaper that a woman put a recipe in it mm -hmm. and her newspaper column was known as Home Economics Department. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was Mary of the 1920s. Oh my gosh, it was. I had no idea that women have been providing this kind of stuff in different formats for, I'm sure it went on long before the 20. I was, that's right. I just oh. thought that was so cool. That is so cool because Mary's actual 
title is a home economist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the same idea. Yeah. But she published through the grocery store, not the newspaper. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so this woman in Oakland, she published her cake. It did not call for mayonnaise. It actually wanted you to whip together the eggs and the oil, oh. i.e. Make making your mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah. Right. And so she, she did that. And then it came about again in the Depression. And during the Depression... A woman who was married to a Helsman mayonnaise salesman. Helmans? What did I say? A Helsman. Well, Helsman, give me some mayo. <laughs> oh, Helsman. Um, or Helmans. <laughs> okay, so let's try that again. So, a woman who was married to a Helmans mayonnaise salesperson oh. created this recipe and gave it to her husband to take to their massive sales conference oh. as a way to sell more Helmans mayonnaise. Oh and gosh. boy, did she. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, girl power. Yay, girls. Um, yeah, so kudos to Mary and a legacy of the home economics. You got it. Oh my God. <laughs> Words are not your friend today. <laughs> Lucky for you, it won't stop me from using them. <laughs> Thank goodness. Well, I am so excited that you brought that up because I looked up the origins of Miracle Whip. Oh, you did one better. Did. No, not one better. Just one to add on to your story because... Well, more accurate since this is a Miracle Whip <laughs> recipe. Well, that's true. Miracle Whip also came about in the Depression because apparently, according to the United States government, in order to be called mayonnaise, it has to contain a certain amount of oil. Did you read that? I read that. I didn't know I, I, some of this. I knew some of this. So right. go, go on. Right. I'm all excited. So they started to make Miracle Whip as a way to create a cheaper product because Miracle Whip has less oil. It has more fillers like perhaps cornstarch. It also has the spices and the sugar. Water too, I believe. Right. And so Miracle Whip made a lot of money for the craft company because it was cheaper to make than mayonnaise. Interesting. Yes. Now I'm really excited to tell you something about Miracle Whip. Okay. Okay. So Miracle Whip was shown to the world mm -hmm. at the Chicago World's Fair in 1933. Really? Yeah. Really? And not along with the Miracle Whip salad dressing itself, and that's why it's called salad dressing, not mayo, because right. it doesn't have enough oil. They took the emulsifying machine that they had created just to make mayonnaise and Miracle Whip. It was a brand new contraption. And guess what the contraption was called? The Miracle Whip. <laughs> it was. That's how they named Miracle Yes, but Carrie, it gets even more special. There's more? There's more. Do you know who attended the 1933 Chicago World Fair? My grandmother. Family? My grandmother. I have the bracelet. You have that bracelet. I wondered where it was. I have it that she bought yes. at the World's Fair. It has a picture like of the World's Fair, some of their various like uh, buildings sections. or worlds. Yes. So cool. So she was there, possibly saw the Miracle Whip, and it gets even better. Oh my gosh. You know what? Other than the bracelet, what she brought home as a souvenir from the Chicago 1933 World's Fair, a wooden spoon. What? When I was talking to mom last night, she said, do you know another thing that um, grandma brought back? It was a wooden spoon that was kind of like a small ladle that you would use in like a gravy boat. Oh my gosh. I couldn't believe it. I it thought, how perfect. Circle. Circle. 
grandma's wooden spoon. Wow, which she never hit us with. No, nor did she like to cook. So it really is, you know, not that great. But she tried. She really tried. Yeah. <laughs> did you just re-snap some of my cauliflower like it was too big of a chunk? <laughs> that was too big for my dainty mouth, Carrie. OMG. <laughs> Sorry, that was rude. I am so offended. It's like mother asking me to decorate the Christmas tree and then moving all the ornaments. <laughs> That's true. No, I'm trying to, I, I'm doing this. I'm trying to help you. Um, you re-snapped. <laughs> I'm layering on the cauliflower on top of the iceberg lettuce, the white on the light green. It's it's very monochromatically beautiful. <laughs> and we have it in a clear plastic bowl so we can see the lovely layers. And then we're going to add a huge pop of color on the top of this the onion oh fantastic <laughs> and then if i recall correctly on top of that just for a little more color mm -hmm. we're going to add some parmesan cheese oh yeah so this is looking really good now my question is this seems like a lot of onion it does should i just maybe shall i sprinkle it on and then you tell me when to stop yeah but i feel like i'm gonna tell you when to stop when it's all gone because really the I whole like, thing yeah it like was a medium-sized onion but sometimes it's really strong i bet that is why you marinate it, you let it rest for 24 hours. Oh, because the onion is super close to the top. And maybe it sits under the Parmesan cheese and the mayonnaise and gets milder? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know the answer. I would love to know the history of why you would put a salad in, in the fridge for 24, 24 hours. hours. And not just, wow, it's so great, it will keep for 24 hours, but you purposely should be putting that sucker in there and leaving it for 24 yeah. hours. Yeah, there are many, many, many recipes for 24-hour party salad available yeah. to you throughout the interwebs. <laughs> That's right. And I was very nervous that I did not remember this salad well enough because I hate peas. I mean, I hate them from the very bottom of my soul. And so I'd seen some recipes that had a layer of peas in the 24-hour party salad. I was really freaked out that... I was going to have to taste this and pick around the peas. Do you remember that time that mom made you sit at the table until you ate your dinner and part of it was peas? I have multiple memories. Oh. The one I remember the most is what in my child brain was the big win. Oh. As all parents do, you get into battle of wills with your children. Yeah. And so I had to sit at the table until I ate my peas. Well, I would have slept at the table. <laughs> I was not eating the peas. It was not happening. And so our table was connected to our family room. Yep. I sat at the table and gleefully watched everybody clean up after the meal. I didn't have to. First dinner, I didn't have to help clean up. Oh uh, Kristen wasn't allowed to sneak off to the bathroom and leave me doing all of the work. Oh, hilarious. Mm -hmm. So that was great. And then my mom and dad would sit down to watch the six, was it six o'clock news. Yeah. As you did. So I sat there, not my fave, but at least I got to watch it. It was something to do. And I think finally at eight o'clock, she relented and I was able to go to bed. But I didn't touch a single solitary pee. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. it, for me, that was a big win. Followed by the big loss. Oh, I think this is the one that I was talking about. So that pee night was chipped beef on toast. Oh, this is the one I was thinking of. Which I loved. 
Oh my gosh, it was one of my favorite meals. It was so good. You guys remember that it was, it's like dried beef in a jar, right? I thought it was like little packages. Uh, it doesn't matter. Mm, was, yep. And yeah. then it was chopped up and put in a like a white sauce, yep. a cream sauce. Yep, a cream yeah. sauce over a piece of, t- oh, it was so yummy. Mm-hmm. And apparently in my mom's mind, it went with peas. Well, it did. It was delicious it with peas. Was scary. So she had, I don't know, I think she gave me three peas. And I ate the first one, gagged and puked all over my plate. <laughs> And there was no more chip bean. You <laughs> fell over it. Oh, God. I, I had like a piece of toast with a slice of ham on it. But that did it. After after the night of the big win, yeah, yeah. followed by the night of the big news, right. um, I wish I never was served to pee no. ever again. So now we have the iceberg lettuce with the cauliflower on top and the onion. And now I'm going to scoop out some of this uh, Parmesan cheese, a uh, third cup of it. And we'll sprinkle that over the top. And Carrie's busy making the salad dressing. Oh, I am with the miracle whip. So I was talking to a friend of mine who... Yeah, friends. One. Oh. Uh, my one friend. And he was mentioning that... It's a boy? It's a man. Oh. <laughs> He's all, all grown. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, so he was mentioning that Miracle Whip was the topping of choice in his house. No mayonnaise, oh, none of that. Ours stuff. too. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh-uh. And so his childhood memory, coming from a Miracle Whip house, was going to a friend's house and being served tuna fish salad yeah. sandwich. And he took a bite of the sandwich and looked at everybody and was like, "There's something wrong with this tuna fish. It's rotten. It's how." did you ruin tuna fish? He was horrified at what they'd done to tuna fish. They, oh they put mayonnaise in it. It was but, just so different from Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip is so sweet. So sweet. And it has, you know, spices in it that, you know, to his untrained mouth, I guess. Yeah. It was just disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. And so That's he so made funny. a total fool of himself yelling oh. at the family. <laughs> Over their rotten tuna fish salad. Well, it's funny because we never had mayonnaise in the house growing up. I don't remember it at all. No. And so I think I was honestly a grown adult before I had mayonnaise on a sandwich and I was kind of creeped out to try it. I thought they were one and the same. I thought Miracle Whip was a brand of Of mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah, I did too. You know, I always knew it was called salad dressing, but I just thought it was to be fancy. Right. You know. Yeah. Because who would put mayonnaise on a salad? I mean, we're doing it now, but you don't go, hmm, I'm going to have a delicious salad. What do I want on the top? Caesar dressing? No. French dressing? No. I think I want Miracle Whip. Okay, so that makes me think, now that you're talking about salad dressings, so back in the day, if you wanted ranch salad dressing, you bought a dry packet of ranch seasoning. Yeah. And then you mixed it with mayonnaise. Or in our case, Miracle Whip. Right. Because we didn't have... Maybe that's the reason I don't like ranch dressings that I get, like, I make it here at home. I have the packets of ranch. Oh. I don't have Miracle Whip. I mix it with mayonnaise. And it doesn't taste right. It just doesn't taste it's right. Because it's missing the Miracle Whip spices. <gasps> You're going to have leftover Miracle Whip. You need to whip up some I'm ranch. Have to sh- that might be um, our whole issue because my son is a ranch addict and he loves the ranch that you get out at restaurants and every time I try to make a recipe of a homemade ranch dressing yeah he hates it which is the far superior dressing than anything you can get in a bottle I would think so too but he doesn't like it you know I do add buttermilk 
The recipe calls for buttermilk. Wow. And so I do add that. And I think he doesn't like that tangy flavor. So I can't imagine he'd like the tang of Miracle Whip. I don't know. We're going to try it. Oh, yeah. I've um, totally lost count. <laughs> you have just been scooping Miracle Whip. So... <laughs> Miracle Whip, it calls for one and three quarter cups. And in my geniusness, I just grabbed the quarter cup and I thought, oh, no problem. I'll do a cup and then I'll do three quarters cup. I have no clue. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Give me this. I think that that's a cup and a quarter. You know what? I don't think it's a cup and a quarter. I think it's a cup. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I've got a quarter in my hand. It is a cup and a quarter. I just have the quarter. Oh, Carrie. Oh, my gosh. You're struggling today, aren't you, sweetie? <laughs> All right. Words, then counting. So while we are continuing the measuring, which is taking an obscenely long quantity of time since I can't talk and do anything This is the longest salad recipe anybody has ever listened to. It, it has four ingredients. And it takes an hour-long podcast to explain how to make it. Y'all are going to be like, um, so the 24-hour, that's how long this podcast is going to go on? <laughs> yep, you got it. Uh-huh. It's 24-hour party salad because the party goes on for 24 hours <laughs> as we chalk your ears off. <laughs> All right. You know what? I forgot to put on the bacon. Ooh, this looks good. Do you want to bite? Yes. Stick it in my mouth. <laughs> Stick it in my mouth. Okay, I'm going to shake it on here. Mm, it's good crunchy bacon. Not it's like good. A... My husband made it perfectly. Oh, no. A piece of bacon fell into the oh, mayonnaise. Gosh. Let me get it out. I ate it. <laughs> you need a half cup of this wishbone That's dressing. two. Two times in the quarter cup. Two times in the quarter cup. And Let's see if I can count that out. I shook it up real good for you. Awesome. All right. So the Parmesan cheese is on. All right. And now the bacon, which is the most colorful part of the whole recipe. Fantastic. Now, I'm going to very carefully... She's doing a lovely job, by the way. I remember doing this as a kid and how I would very carefully jiggle the spatula to get the salad dressing to cover and kind of cascade over all the lumpy, bumpy things on the top. All right, let's go ahead and put that in the fridge and let that start doing its thing. All right, I'm going to get the salad out of the fridge because it has magically been 24 hours. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Full 24 hours. <laughs> and Kristen is going to toss the salad. Well, it smells yummy. It looks like I remember it. It, it does. kind of smells like I remember it. It's automatically going to be better than I remember it because the lack of bacos. <laughs> I mean, kudos to the person who came up with making crunchy soy balls. And selling them as a bacon alternative. I know, right? And the fact that to this day, you can still find some, which means obviously there's a market for it. If you have a recipe that you love because of its use of the bacon. Oh, yeah. I feel like you should let us know because, well, mostly because I'm curious. <laughs> I'm very curious if you have a good recipe that would use bacon. I'll mail them to you because I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of this jar. <laughs> All right, I think we are well tossed. It looks so creamy. There is a lot of dressing on this salad. Look at that. And I'm going to put it in the bowls. All right. And we will taste this and tell you all 
what we think. Let me get some forks for us and let's taste. All right, Kristen, go for it. I will. I'm not afraid to try this. I'm excited. She's shaking her head in a negative way. It doesn't taste like childhood. It's not as good as I remember. Well, that happens a lot. Like, I don't know if you've watched a nostalgic television show. Yes. That you just thought was the best. A great American hero comes to mind. Yes. And look at what's happened oh, to me. That curly blonde hottie. <laughs> so watched it again recently. Oh, it's painful. Is it really? Oh, so bad. So, so bad. But you remember it as being fantastic. That's right. Unfortunately, that happens. Sometimes the memory of the experience is far superior to the actual experience. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what you think about this. I think it tastes exactly like it did when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, I really do. It's way overdressed for my current taste. Yeah. But as a kid, that's exactly what I would have wanted. Lots of salad dressing Mm -hmm. because kind of hide the vegetables. The only thing that I miss, really, is the extra salt of the bacos. No, you missed the bacon. Wait, I have a fix for that. Oh my gosh. Let's add in a little bacon and see if it makes it taste more like childhood. Don't go crazy now. No, no. Just a little, little sprinkle like I would sprinkle on like a pinch of salt. Okay. I'm going to put some on mine. Let's take a bite. All right. I'm going to take a second bite first. So you you go first. Okay. It's a bacon-laden bite. It is. Oh my gosh. I've been transported back in time. The insane crunch of the bacon. Mm-hmm. And the extra salt of the bacon. Oh my gosh. It tastes like childhood. It made a world of difference. Whoever would have guessed. Never mind. Don't send us your bacon recipes. We're holding on to those bad boys. I will not be mailing this to you. I will be finishing off the salad with a sprinkling of bacon. And then she's going to get a camp and store those puppers right in there. I am. Wow. This was a treat. I'm not sure I would make it again. Oh, I'm not taking it to any parties. I can tell you that. (laughs) No, but it was a trip down memory lane and what a fun one. Oh, very much. It turns out 24-hour party salad is not a party without some bacos. It needs the bacos. It does indeed. Well, thanks folks for taking a trip down memory lane with us and uh, we look forward to the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Wooden Spoon. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe. If you want a copy of this recipe or to check out our blog, click on the link to our website in the podcast description. If you'd rather, you could get to our website through Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Pick your poison. Don't say poison. We're making food.